0: episode 2 of my podcast and this this episode 2 is gonna be a two-parter as we will discuss two mistakes this time and they both involve a certain person the first of these you may or may not recognize him but his name is Robin Williams so what exactly is Disney's idea with Robin Williams well if you know Aladdin then you surely know Genie but that's the thing Williams didn't really want to be known as Genie. Kind of like how Harrison Ford nowadays didn't want to be known as Han Solo. Because, you know, he had Indiana Jones. So, he was like, okay, I'll make an agreement with you guys. If you don't overbear my name and in the marketing or just the fact that I'm Genie in general, I'll do it. Okay, Williams, you have a deal. But despite that, afterwards when they made Burger King, they decided, you know what, we'll mark it the character and the voice. You no know it's like, how could you do this to me? Like, I agreed to do your part. I never wanted this. Well, they decided, you know what, here's the pain. we'll make sure this will help you feel better. It's not, like, I just don't understand why you want to betray me. Of course, they did eventually give out a public apology later. But to be fair, was the better idea. And if Williams was still around today and he wanted to go back to the company, what I apparently heard him mention was that he'd say you lied. Which, to be fair, is is technically true because they like say he just wanted to play him. He didn't want to become him. And it's pretty understandable that you know he'd that. that. Like, like if I was in his shoes, I'd be like, "You went against what you said. It's like you are the biggest company in terms of movies right now. How could you betray me like this?" But, you know, if this is what they want to do for money and recognition, let them do it. But, it's like, you can't betray all your stars. Right? I mean, that's like marketing John Goodman as Sully. It's like, you don't want to make him purely who he is. But, apparently, this me, you know what? It wouldn't be a huge deal. I mean, no one would recognize Tom, Ron Williams, right? Well, that ended up being horribly wrong. And, uh,. Yeah. So I don't really know if I have much else to talk about between Williams and Disney, so I'm probably just gonna end this podcast right now. So for those of you who may or may not know the MHD DreamWorks. You may recognize one of its names, Katzenberg. Now, you may think, what does Katzenberg have to do with Disney? Well, he actually has a history with that place, and it all goes back to the 90s. So, you may know the 90s as Disney Renaissance, because they gave us films like The Lion, and the Beast, and The Lion King. Well, the latter is not really a good time for Disney. Now, I'm not saying the movie ended up being bad for them, you always turned out amazing. But it's what happened behind Black Lion King that's so bad. Basically, despite that he was supposed to have more pain than he should have for the films, Catchmore was like, look, I deserve more pain in this. Like, you literally cut my pain down half, he's like, no, this is what you get, because you're forcing us around like nothing. Like, you almost made us lose one of our worst movies, The Black Cauldron. And of course, we're like, you can't keep working for front of you like this. But then came the infamous dispute with Eisner, who was the CEO at the time, but was replaced by Bob Iger later on. Well, that all started with Frank Wells. Because Frank Wells suddenly was in a crash, Katzberg was like, Alright, the president's out. Now's my chance. Like, Eisner, I want to be the president of Walt Disney. I was like, look, Katzberg, I'm sorry, but you've been bothering me with this, and also, here's the thing. He's been dead for like who knows how recently. Could you give him a little more time? And not only that, he refused to in general because, you know, he was worried he'd turn it into a new corporation. So so Katzberg's like, you know what? Fine. I don't need this company. I'll go make my own. See if I care. Well, that's why it ended up being known as Black Friday for Disney. Now, Disney didn't exactly become upset after firing Katzberg. They're like, good riddance, because like I said before, he was kind of their monster per se. Since you know, he went overbearing. But then it's like, you know, you're not, you know, you're not really doing well with, you know, if you bring in someone who was literally trying to shut you down. Of course, with Eisner in general, they did make some pretty bad movies, but. Nothing compared to what happened with Gensberg, where he's like, you know, I want more pain, I want to be president. Like, between somebody to not give them their pay and the role they want, is a really shame for Disney. But if that's the thing do to keep their studio alive, nothing to do what they can. Because Gensberg was probably never going to forget Disney, especially after what they did to him. But if he has this company now, then I'm sure he'll stay fine for them. As you can clearly tell based on the last two podcasts, Disney doesn't really tend to have a reputation of working well with famous people. Of course, if you look at the cast themselves in movies, most of them did pretty well for Disney. As in Disney didn't do anything to make them upset. Of course, obviously, as you've increasingly heard, they had a bit of a dispute with Robert Williams and Jeffrey Katzenberg. But even if they never wanted to work with them again, they still had an impact on Disney, and they helped shape them become the company they are today. And Disney has handled work with Slubs in the most recent movies pretty well, like with The Rock in Jungle Cruise. Obviously, this wasn't one of the better movies for him, but at least they respected him for being in it. And you can tell that they're trying their best to not be overbearing with marketing. Because while just yes, some people are known for only one role and Disney wants to exploit them for more, it only really makes sense that they want to be who they are. Which is why they're like Mr. Depp. We want you to be Jack Sparrow, but we'll also give you the Mad Hatter. We're like, you know what, we'll make you more recognizable as Mad Hatter than you are Jack Sparrow. He's like, but I like being Jack Sparrow. I don't want to be the stupid Mad Hatter. They're like, you know what, you're Mad Hatter. Deal with it. But, but, no, it like, something like Naomi Scott from 2019 Aladdin. Like, they weren't going barren with her, like with Will Smith, but they still kind of, you know, made it obvious who they are. Which is not a bad thing. It just really makes you think: like, how recognizable do you want to be before you become too recognizable? But Disney has learned a lesson and has continued to not go or bearing with uh, with promotion for their celebrities.